Yo, what's good, YouTubes? This is your boy in NYC. It's me, Ray, and this is the EDCCP. That's the Everyday City Carry Podcast. And today, I've got a special homie on. This is my only New York homie, really, that I kind of talk to uh, more than any other New York person in the EDC community. This is a podcast episode with Blade Brigade New York. I want all you guys to follow him on Instagram and on YouTube because I think this is a very cool dude. Yo, what's good, everybody? Uh, we got Blade Brigade New York in the house. First time I have somebody, a fellow New Yorker, to finally be on the podcast. What's up, man? What's going on, dude? Yo, things have been pretty crazy, huh? These past 48 hours with New York City. Uh, how has this sort of quarantine, you know, pandemic stuff affected you, your work? Oh, dude. So uh, it's it's locked down everywhere you go. Some businesses are still open. Anybody still open is probably working at under 50% capacity. My job's still kind of like trying to push until Cuomo kind of gives us all the boot. But, you know, I, I, I work from either doing work in the warehouse over in Huntington, Long Island, or they send me out to the boroughs, which is how you see all these New York City shots that I put up to do, you know, deliveries, installations, et cetera. And I wasn't down with that <laughs> with all this going on. So I was like, nope, no, nah, I'm going to, I'm going to use, I'm going to take off guys. You guys have fun <laughs> out there. So nah. you decided to take off, right? Honestly. Yeah. Before, before it gets worse, I can't risk getting that. No way. So my shop, my CBD shop officially closed today because I think there was a, uh, a televised announcement from Cuomo just recently. Um, the, the reason why I kind of knew the gist of it was I just looked at his Twitter. I just all the politicians, if I want to find out anything, I just go to their Twitter and, and he, he was going to they're going to put out an order to shut down like officially. Right. Except for groceries, you know, hospitals, things like that. I think I'm going to be open, but everything else is like going to be shut down. Yeah, dude, I, I, I heard a little bit of that. I, I heard about like a massive shutdown by Sunday. So I think basically the essentials are what are we going to what we're going to have left. Yeah. Uh, do you have a lot of shit with you like at home right now? I do. Like right before this, like when we were just chatting it up before I was out and about running around like a madman trying to stock up on extra stuff. Once I heard an either further lockdown was going to take place. So, I mean, I'm, we're okay. Uh, there's a couple of things I'd like to get since, like, everybody robbed paper goods, TP. Yeah. I, that's, that's probably the only thing I'm going to have to try to find left. Did you see that video of that dad that did the math for shitting and toilet yeah. paper? It's yeah. so funny. I was supposed to on my stories. Yeah. Um, he basically said that if you buy the 40 roll from Costco. Yeah. 
um, for a two week quarantine, right? This lady bought four cases. So like he was like, oh, each person, a person would have to shit 182 times a day in order to clear that that whole supply of toilet paper in two weeks. <laughs> I was like, damn. <laughs> but it was so funny though. Um, what do you got going on now since you've been home? Like, what have you been up to, man? Dude, I. I... I got OCD, ADHD, so I get bored easily as hell, bro. I know you know all about that. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. But, you know, I'm trying to do my home workouts, which are half-assed Same. compared to when I actually hit the gym. Um, I don't know. I'm finding bullshit ways to stay productive besides doing what everybody else is doing, which is yeah. the Netflix, the social media, um, insanity, just trying to trying to stay busy, trying not to be bored. Do you um have have you done more for your channel? I know you post a lot on Instagram, and and let me tell you right now, man, I like love seeing your posts on Instagram because I feel like oh this guy is like going through a lot of the same stuff as me because he's always in New York City. As yeah. a New York City knife guy, yeah, exactly, man. It's fucking rare. Represent. Right, yo, I, yo, you're you're so bold too. Like you go out, you're in the burrows, and you're like flicking spider codes and shit. Like I can't do that, man. <laughs> I'll pull that thing right out. Yeah, yeah. What are you rocking today? What what have you what have you been playing around with today? Uh, let's see. What do I have on? Oh, it's got it on me right now. Okay. Um, this guy, uh, Gretillion, custom. Gretillion. Nice. Nothing crazy. That Blade Brigade blue, you already nice, know. Nice, nice. I'm rocking this today, which came from you. Hey. <laughs> I really, really like this. Um, it just feels really good in the hand. I like the little logo on the pivot. And like the way it sounds when you close it, it's so awesome. Like it's just like a little clink. You know what I mean? Dude, I don't I don't know what it is about the Kobe's. They they got <laughs> yeah. it down with the titanium model. Like I don't, I don't know what it is. My, my boy, Long Island knife guy, Lou. He mm-hmm. uh, know him, know him. Yeah, he calls it the thwack. The yeah. Th- that mm-hmm. he has, it just has a sound to it. I don't know something about Kobe. Have you hung out with any like other New York City like knife people or just digitally? Um, I just basically Lou, because Lou lives like a half hour away from me. When I started this all up on Instagram, I, I, you know, I came up with the idea with him, like, hey, why don't we just get on this social media thing, like, with everybody else? Like, I, I thought it was a great idea because I wanted to connect with who's out there. Like, I, I had no idea I'd, I'd end up having conversations with the guys that I watched on YouTube for years. And then here I am. Uh, is, let me ask you this. So Long Island Knife Guy... Is he Scrooge McDuck of Long Island? Because this guy's raffles is, like, legit, bro. Like, I am drooling every time I see him post, and he does it all the time. And I'm like, is he just, like, an oil tycoon, like, in Long Island? Or, like... <laughs> I, you know, maybe he's the real Long Island Scarface, not me. I, right, you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> all those raffles got some expensive-ass shit on it, too. And, you know, I'm sure he's making some cash flow through doing the raffles because, of course, like not everyone's going to win. Right. And yeah. you're getting all these entries. And he, he does like several a week, bro. Dude, I, I mean, I talk to him here and there. I don't I don't get in another man's business like that in depth. But I know a lot of people hit him up to help sell their stuff. He might get a cut out of it, which is yeah. a lot of the knives you see then. 
just throughout all this, yeah, obviously it generates enough income where he could just just buy stupid amounts of ridiculous high-end knives. Like, he'll be like, I'm doing a raffle today for four Koenigs, a Sebenza, and a, and a fucking yeah, Inter. Like, Shiragarov day, you know what I mean? <laughs> From Russia with love and shit. I'm like, what? <laughs> How are we doing all this? Yeah, he's, um, man. he's smart. He's a smart dude. Uh, you know, he's got this hustle down. I mean, he, he doesn't... definitely does. How long have you two been doing it? I do it. It's just him. I I I don't do any raffles. I don't no, I mean, like, how long have you both? When did you decide to get on social media or on Instagram rather and like, start this whole like journey? Uh, last not last was it last year? Yeah, yeah, last year in February, right around the time I was quitting this really crappy job, I was like, you know what? I wanna, I, wanna, I wanna give a whack at this. Let me let me try it. Let me start taking pictures of knives since I just come across. I I've been traveling into the borough since i was a teenager so like obviously you know great pictures all over the place i just thought you know why don't i just do it with a knife why don't i just start taking snapshots with the knife so many people on social media take all these artsy pictures of anything possible like a can of soda with the background of like the empire state building and then thousand bazillion likes yeah yeah Uh, i i like um so what got were you always a collector before how long have you been collecting knives i would say i was a knife guy for a while I definitely started off like everybody else and like that noob status where pack force m tech like yeah, oh shit my first knife was an m tech it was such a piece of crap the, the liner lock broke after like a month it just, oh shit! <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't hold in place. It just. It just breaks. So when you're a noob, though. You're like, oh shit, this looks so dope, you know. And you don't know what you're doing. You think all the steels are the same. Yeah, dude, I thought it was the coolest thing in the world until I until it like came to my attention that I had a piece of crap and I yeah. needed to upgrade. How did you find out uh, what the better sort of knife companies were? Did you watch YouTube? Did somebody show you something? A bit of both. A bit of both. My, I got two buddies that were before me, heavy into the EDC scene. They were like all about that, especially one of them. And you know, they were just introducing me to like, oh, this dude, this is the gear you gotta have. These are better knives. And then it just like opened the door for me. And I'm like, oh wait, crap. This is all. This is out here. I, I really. It's it. There's more to life than MTEX and TAC forces. Oh, exactly. Like people just don't understand, like. When I meet my girl's family, right? I met my girl's family, and um, at first they were like, oh, you do YouTube? They got all, like, hyped and shit. And they're like, what do you do? And I'm like, oh, I talk about folding knives and EDC gear. They're like, what? (laughs) No, because they don't get that there's a certain, uh, you know, professionalism and, like, uh, there's experts in in craftsmanship in certain yeah. things, you know, just like with cars or like audio devices, technology. There's a lot that goes into like flashlights, even making leather goods and wallets and all that shit. Like that's all part of our world, right? And people use bits and pieces of this gear, and they don't understand that every person in the world is EDCing, right? Because yeah. everyone has an everyday carry, every single person. Whether it's your keys, the kind of keyring that you like, you know, you got a pen that you love, like everyone is doing it. We just kind of like, I don't know, I guess um, streamlined it, if, if if that's the way to say it, you know. Ridge? Ridge or what is that? 
Uh, you know what? It's honestly. I do not have a rich. I wish I did, but I don't. I, I don't either. I I can't. <laughs> I it's, it's like an Amazon carbon fiber clip, but it works phenomenally. Yeah, I've got like a slim, uh, single fold like leather thing from Amazon too. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, I want that. I don't yeah. want the bulky shit anymore. Uh, what's the first like good knife that you ever got? You know, like uh, my first one that I was really like, oh, shit, I'm, I'm in now. Like I bought the ZT-0456. That was like when I knew, OK, I'm going to be in this because I bought that knife for two. I want to say 245, but that's because JD Cutlery anodized it. And I got like the custom lanyard and all that. And it was just fire, you know, that was the, that was when I knew like, OK, I think I really like this. Oh, dude, his his work is sick. I wish I yeah. could watch DTs, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I think I still, yeah, this right here. But courtesy of Nothing Fancy. Yeah. Spider oh. Lightweight. Ooh. This, this was my first real knife. I mean, my, my first, like, knife knife that wasn't a hunk of crap gas station from, like, God knows where was this. This little Kershaw. What's that? It's like a... Oh. Which one is that? They, dude, it's a Kershaw Shield. They, they made it around the same time. I've seen that. Dude, it's a hinderer. It's a hinderer yeah. Kershaw. Yeah. That's back nice. when they cryo, they made one of these, and then nobody knew what the hell this was, but everybody bought out the cryos. When did you uh, get into like? When did you start your YouTube channel? I know it was recent. I remember I was like, I commented on one of your videos, like, oh shit, I didn't know you did YouTube. Uh, what made you decide to start doing that? Like, did you just see someone and you're like, you know, I want to do this too. I want to give my own uh, view of on things, you know? Uh, <laughs> uh, what motivated me to do it? Neves knives. Neves, I love Neves knives, man. Oh, I love dude. them, dude. They're so cool. I dude, I always tell, I always tell people they're like the power couple of our industry. Yeah, they're out there killing it. Right mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Both of them, good friends of mine, them and. JB, Big Red, they were, you know, we were all in this group group chat together. And Neves and I was like, yeah, so Alex, when are you going to start a YouTube channel and stop digging around? <laughs> like, whoa, come on. Yeah. You're pressure much, right? And they didn't care. <laughs> no, no, you got to do it. You don't have a choice. You should do it. Uh, you know, I think they got the idea after seeing me post a couple of BS videos just messing around and then doing a couple of, like, Instagram lives just BSing around and they're like, dude, why don't you do a YouTube? And I'm, you know, for a while I was like, yeah, do I want to? I feel like everybody's doing it. And like, you, like, you, you got this down, bro. You got this down with the way you do it. And we already got guys that are, they just run that scene. And yeah, there's, there's, there's everybody else kind of filling in the gaps with additional reviews and, and, you know, gear that I guess the bigger guys are missing. Mm-hmm. So I was like, where where would my place be adding into that? Like, there's I can't think of a base that isn't covered yet. But then again, here you are, bro, just just killing it, doing doing it differently, and everyone loves it. I love it. I watch yeah. your shit religiously. Thank you, man. You know, I think the thing with YouTube that I've been learning, right, and and I have the same thoughts as as you you have just talked about right now, where it's like, why the fuck am I gonna do this? Everyone's doing it, but it's like I I'm in a lot of different niches on youtube like i watch a lot of different stuff like every every other community is enormous compared to edc enormous 
But at the same time, there's a lot of people in our niche crowd too, right? So it's kind of like how, you know, these comedians have different podcasts and everyone has a podcast now that's in entertainment and they just guest on each other's podcasts. I kind of took that mentality and I was like, if JT had a podcast, Big Red, which he kind of does, he has Saturday Night Live, right? Yeah. So if all of these guys are doing these one hour long form contents like every week, like why couldn't we just kind of like go on each other's just and just grow like huge, still be niche, right? Yeah. Because people that that watch me aren't necessarily watching JT and vice versa, you know, things like that. And I, I'm really trying to give people the nudge, Joe. Like Neves Knives would kill it on a podcast if they had their own. Absolutely. Like kill it, bro. Kill it. They're so good naturally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, if like, let's say, let's say I work on a big video or something that I did a lot of editing on and I wanted to get people to watch it, I would go on Saturday Night Live or I would go on Neves Knives' podcast for the week or JT's or Love Them Knives, whatever. Maybe I'll, I'll, I'll guest star on a Love Them Knives knife sale or some shit. You know what I mean? Just to promote that video. It's kind of like how comedians, when they have a special coming out on Netflix, they'll go on Joe Rogan's, they go on Tiger Belly, they go on Your Mom's House, all the big com comedy podcasts to promote that. Why couldn't the same dynamic work for EDC? I really think it could. You know what I'm saying? I'm right. Yeah. So, I, you know, I love that you're doing a channel, man, because I, I, I thought about it like this. I said, if I'm going to do a podcast, like who's going to listen to it? And I'm like, there's 8 billion people in the world almost. There's got to be at least like 200,000 people that are exactly like me who want to listen to what my views are. And the same with you, man, you know, like same with Big Red, the GT, everybody, everybody has people that are going to, you know, kind of like like what they're saying and like, oh, this is what I want to watch. Sure. Yeah, man. Valid points, bro. How, uh, how, how often do you post on YouTube? Are you like not going hardcore in it yet or i feel like i haven't done enough to really establish a presence yet i think and i i know neve not neve knives is in the background like pushing me to do it they <laughs> do more they're dude they're they're great supporters them and big mm -hmm. red and so many guys they're all supporting so it's mm -hmm. not like i don't have an audience to kind of help kick me off it's kind of like i don't I feel like maybe if I started coming up with more ideas on what to post, like what do people want to hear that they haven't yeah. already heard 50 other times from 50 other sources? I think that's yeah. what I would want to do. I think it's consistency, right? So in the beginning, I was, if you look at my earlier work, I was putting so much editing and cinematography into it because I had to mask what I didn't know about the community yet. Like what, you know, certain you know, me mechanisms and things like that, steals and stuff. I had to mask that with creativity. Whereas right. in now I have just enough and I just do enough of the cinematic stuff, right? I upgraded the channel quality more, like the audio, camera, things like that. Um, uh, I actually was thinking about doing a project uh, because Slicey Dicey, he did like a guest spot on the late Boy Scout. I don't know if you watched that. So the late Boy Scout does this thing. He's a huge channel. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. Huge, bro. Fucking yeah. huge. One of the YouTube giants from way back. I think Shabazz. I think he's even before Shabazz, I think. Yeah. 
um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and basically on Mondays, he does this pass the mic thing where he uploads a video that another YouTuber that he likes made, right? And then it get, he, they get to spread their message to his audience. And he's got like hundreds of thousands of people. And Slicey Dicey did the very first episode of that. So I was like, why don't we do that for each other? Like, uh, I was trying to do one with Jack Farmboy. I was like, yo, let's do a video together. And like, we'll update, upload it on each other's channels. And then, you know, like, I, you know, if, if Knee Knives or, or me was like, yo, Blade Brigade New York did this video with me. And I like gave you... We'll, we we have the same knife or whatever, and I'm like, hey, uh, do this section. Right. Like, do the what's dope about it or, or, or whatever we decide, right? And then I'll do another section, and then we'll have, like, the conclusion part. I think people would really like that, and it'd be easier for people that are just starting out to get discovered. I agree. Yeah, yeah, I, I want to do something like that, man. Um, I was going to ask you, actually. I had something here. Okay. What uh, what other stuff do you have on you right now? Like, you have any other knives? I know you had your collection boxes before you showed me. Dude, I got my boxes on my left and my right side right here. Yeah. I didn't What's, know uh, so I had it ready. What is, like, one of your most prized possessions, like, one in your collection, you know? Yeah, show me one. You know what? I can't pull out the Protec Mordax, and I know you know all about that. Yeah. Uh, is it is it like uh, why can't you pull it out because I already showed it or no no I, I actually forgot I forgot it. it's not in here right now <laughs> it's cool show me something you got man it's all good uh oh my god I can't speak look at me go <laughs> so Benchmate Mid yeah Crooked River custom ooh, carbon ooh, fiber nice sense, pivot collar blue and. Oh. I don't know if it picks up S90V. S90, dope, dude. Yeah. I've always liked the way that looked, man. I've never tried one. Is that the large or small? The small, dude. The large is like a, it's like a mini katana. <laughs> it's the largest obnoxious. Yeah. It's like, what, yeah. are you gonna, what am I going to do with this in New York City? Yeah, it's I was like, talking about that. I was like, we don't bushcraft here. So what is it, like city crafting or something? Like, yeah. what is it called, right? I know you said that because I was yeah. because Dude, a lot. I know a lot of this industry is definitely based in the more countryside of the country where that stuff is normal. Walking around with a pistol is more normal. Walking yeah. around carrying several knives is normal. Where like here, if if I had something bigger than this, people and I pull that out to do whatever miscellaneous yeah. task, people are gonna gawk at me like, yeah. what the hell is that guy doing? Is he gonna stab me?" Like people. Are even with that, even with that. You could still kind of, you know, it could still kind of fuck up your day. Like a cop could take it away or he could stop you and detain you for a little while. Like it's still very tricky as a New York City knife guy. Like I do you carry like on the pocket, like with a clip. But do you drive a lot, right? You don't take public transport. Yeah, no public transportation. OK, that's, really, uh... that's a little easier than to have it on the on the I got to put it in pocket, bro. No, bro. I, yeah. I, I, dude, I feel you there. I thought about that. I'm like, damn, he's really got to have that shit concealed. Yes. Doing that. And there's there's bag searches every month. Like towards the end of the month, they try to catch people to make quota. Yeah. So, um, you know, and I don't even know if I should say this live on air. It's like, uh, I, what I've noticed is like they are there, those bag searches. They can only check your bag. So like, I always keep my stuff in my pocket or like in my jacket pocket, like in a zipper, because they don't check you. They check your bag. 
you know, because yeah. they don't want to bomb and things like that. That's what they're looking weapons, you know. So they don't check usually. Usually, they usually check the bags. And um, even just getting bag searched, I've it's happened to me maybe once. That's like thirty minutes you don't want to lose. And in New York City, it's just go go go. You don't have time for shit. Thirty minutes is a long time. It is. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 dude, the New York minute is a real thing, man. Time goes. <laughs> yeah you ever been to any other part of the country and felt like man this is so different like the life here like everywhere it's not new york (laughs) yeah i went to california i was chilling in la um this is when i was still djing i went on tour and i was out there for an entire week and um it was so chill bro like everyone was so laid back and shit and i'm like and there was like no weather every day was just like nice Oh my fuck. Yeah, I, I, the closest I've been to the West Coast was yeah. Vegas. And, oh, dude, dry heat. Yeah, through the dry heat, I'm just like, what is this madness? It's, it's like you're not sweating, but it's hot as fuck outside. It's, it's like a whole new thing for me. Yeah, yeah. I've been to Vegas a few times. I like it, man. I like it. Uh, I had a friend that worked in Mandalay Bay, the aquarium. Like, he would feed the fucking nurse shark and shit and, like, clean the tanks. Yeah, yeah and he got me uh, free tickets to, to go in. And uh, I used to go to EDC there. That's another thing that we kind of bonded on was that I, I, I told you that I spun at EDC. And you were like, no fucking way. I do. I was just like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like, I thought that was the most amazing, cool thing you've ever told me. Because, like, (laughs) I I felt like for a long time, I'm like, I think I'm, like, the only knife guy out here that listens to EDM. Like, this guy's like me and maybe one random dude. That's another thing that you could compare kind of to the EDC community is, like, dance music. Like, the EDM community is fucking massive. Yeah. It's fucking so massive. But, like it's still niche in a way like certain people are like oh it's all techno that's what they think like my girl is one of those people like i'm listening to like you know old school dead mouse and cascade like that song i remember and then my girl is like oh you're listening to techno i'm like what the fuck it's (laughs) you know that's techno you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And then she's uh, but you know, I'm slowly like introducing her to it. But yeah, man, that it was really cool when you told me that. Um, I forgot how we got into that. I was, I think I, think I was telling you because before doing what I do now, I kind of do like I work for a company that provides technology for schools. So it's, it's, yeah, that's, that's dope. A, yeah, that's... It's, it's cool. I mean, it's not not as cool as when I used to be a sound engineer, which is why we got on that topic yeah there you go that was a cool job that i used to have that the only reason i don't is the company i was working for just just didn't have enough work for me to make Mm -hmm. sense to stay so it was kind of like what am i doing here at this point so Um, i go out and try new things but i mean when i was doing it it was the coolest experience ever i've I've been in every venue in new york city long island the tri-state what is like what was like your favorite venue that you can remember right now like a like a nightclub not not like a festival you know not like city field or something like a nightclub roseland ballroom i love roseland ballroom i think the last time i was there i saw paul van dyke and like Uh, yeah and uh i never spun there i spun at webster i spun at pacha i spun at like a lot I spent a lot of the clubs, Sullivan Room, we did parties there, like all the clubs. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I used to, there was this club called Crowbar. 
Yeah, I went to that, man, and I love that. I, I was going clubbing a lot more. When I first started going, they wouldn't allow Asians in clubs. What? Yeah, like like I would go to Sound Factory, and I would be dreading getting to the front, and I would dress up, bro. I'm, like, in slacks, a button-down shirt, because they were very, like selective with who they let in like if you were with if you first of all if you're an asian guy you don't have girls with you it's going to be very hard for you to get in we had to know somebody that was working the line to get in and then slowly eventually like they would start being less selective because it got it got so competitive like the dance market you know uh scene yeah uh, yeah man it was just is a crazy awesome time dude like i (laughs) i remember one time i was djing at pacha and then um, I was just spinning, right? And my, my girl, my ex is there. And the, the sound, the, the lighting lady was like, hey, hey. I'm like, yeah, what's up? And she's like, she came over. She's like, you see these girls over there? I'm like, yeah, what happened? She's like, they want to give you blowjobs. I'm like, what the? <laughs> Yo, and then, and, then, and then she like points to the girls. And the girl's like, I was like, I have a girlfriend and she's here. <laughs> That was at Pacha, bro. Like, what the fuck? I was spinning in the main room. And I'm like, that would have been great if I was, like, single. You know what I mean? Like, that was probably the coolest DJ story. Like, not cool, but I'm kind of like, a, you know, crazy. How crazy that kind of life was. Because like, I didn't have a job. I was only producing DJ music wow. for a long, at least, like, five years. You know, well, I, I... It's crazy. <laughs> I, I try to tell, like, I talk to so many people in the community, and, like, when I tell them, like, what the New York nightlife used to be, like, it's it's not the same now, obviously, and I know you know that. No, no, not even close. What it used to be, like, I, I relate to that because I've seen all that type of nonsense out in the clubs back then, and, I mean, you're older than me. I'm 28, but, like, I've been doing it for a hot minute, so, like, I know that. going, like, clubbing? Like yeah. what? Like when did you start? Like what age? I think I st- for Lee. I mean, I did it. I went to a lot of clubs for work before. Oh yeah, sound engineer. So yeah. you were the guy that helped people set up, like that kind of work, yeah. or you were just manning the all the mixing the, board and all that. The stagehand work, the soundboard work, the the mics, the you know setting up the equipment, getting everything in place. Mainly yep. that. So uh, that's but, awesome, yo. That that had me. In, I I got I walked in Roseland Ballroom any given time. I felt like it and mm-hmm. seen Dead Mouse like three times. Yeah, uh, what was the last thing? I, I saw Ro- I saw him there too before. Uh, yep, yep. I think the last thing before uh, Ballroom closed, I saw. I think it was Barry Corston. Yeah, I spun. I met him once before I was a DJ. I got to like shake his hand and shit. I was like glow sticking a lot, and they were like, "Yo, this is the best glow stick in New York City." I was like doing some fucking heli tosses and shit, and it was like, "Hello, I'm Ferry Cosen." I'm like, "Okay." Yeah. Yeah. His his uh his wife is Filipino. Oh shit. Yeah, his daughter's name is Ligaya, and that means happiness in Tagalog, my language. So yeah, a lot of people don't know that, but you know. He's, he had his first dip in the koi pond. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best way to describe it. That's what my girl said to me, bro. Like, Yo, I was, yeah, when, yeah, when I first met her, I was like, oh, you know, am I the, so you date a lot of Asians? And then she's like, well, you're not my first dip in the koi pond. And I fucking laughed so hard, bro. I was like, oh my God, this girl is hilarious, yo. <laughs> the first time I've 
ever heard that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was like laughing. Um, so yeah, man, like you, so did you go to school for that? Like sound engineering? How did you get into it? Actually, no, no, my, my, that was my father's career and he taught me from the ground up when oh. I was like 15. So, so you know about like levels and all that stuff, but so you're more hardware, like a hardware kind of guy. Kind of. Yeah. I mean, I, I did a lot of the, like the actual physical labor work of bringing it in. And then he was teaching me all the hardware and the tech stuff about it. The, the only thing, the kind of the point where I stopped was like, mastering the soundboard to actually become like a full-blown engineer and go out do my own gigs that was kind of where i was just like you know i was too young at the time to give that much of a shit i was i just wanted to like go out and go to the clubs and stuff so seeing girls and it's like yeah that's that must have been so much fun bro yeah like before i was legally about to i'm gonna say this (laughs) because i don't care before i was allowed to do any of this i was always doing it so yeah, like, a lot of people started out like that. Like they would just sneak into the clubs. Yeah, that's 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 just how I learned, bro. That's that's how I learned the industry, mastered yeah. it. I didn't need to go to school. Like I went right to working for a company right out of high school. Kind of like I worked yeah. at a place for a couple of months out of high school, like a like a true Long Islander. And then <laughs> after, I just I just went right into the sound industry, and then it just took yeah. off. That's awesome, man. Dude, the Halloween parties at nightclubs, New York City Halloween parties. I remember I went to Sound Factory and on the dance floor, right, there was this these six girls. They were dressed kind of like bondage BDSM, like with collars and shit. One all hot. One hot girl was had like a collar and the other five girls were on like in in on in one uh leash right they were all leashed up by one thing and they were like dancing together in sound factory and i was like this is the best place ever because <laughs> like, i actually got in that night sometimes i couldn't get in bro i'd have to go home and it's like winter time like fuck i'm on it you know the winners in the are the worst in the city yeah to go out um, oh my god and you have to wait online see before i was a dj i'd have to wait online and then after people would get so pissed i'm like cutting the line and it's like a block long like, what the fuck and i'm like i'm spinning main room bitch <laughs> <laughs> that's just fucking great uh what other uh knives you got going on with you right now let me show one of mine i didn't show this the last time let's get back uh, to Topic before. Yeah, 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 yeah. Before, but you know, people like the other shit too. So wow. this is the Alexander Chaburkov Strish. Um, it's from Russia, and it's got this like Damascus thing going on. That's crazy. Somebody sent this to me. I've never even heard of this company. Neither have uh, I. My homie was like, "Yo, that's one of my favorite designers. You could front flip it because this is so." rigid here that you could do it even though it's not supposed to be that this is 350 i was like what the fuck yeah this one viewer sent me a custom knife factory and this in the same package to check out he just want me to make videos out of it that that's when i kind of knew i was like okay maybe people actually give a shit about what i'm doing because last year i didn't get this much stuff but i guess since i opened that door i was like look you know, i don't have to keep the knives if you want me to just check it out that we will always have content for the channel people have been getting crazy bro they've been sending me some shit you know <laughs> alexander chaburkov carbon fiber uh i don't even oh D- damascus blade and uh 
I don't know what else about it except that it's dope. Doesn't drop shut or anything, but it's really smooth. That's crazy. That thing's yeah. really fishy. Yeah, look at the fucking case too. It's like hand stitched. Yeah, and I'm just like, I don't, I wouldn't be able to buy this. So I think the guy who sent it to me is a photographer. He, he he's got to have Scrooge McDuck money, yo. <laughs> Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Like, what else you got on you right now that's cool that you want to show people? Let's see. What do I want to show people? Yeah, something um, to enjoy. Shout out to AR Knife Mods on this. Oh, uh, ZT? ZT0393 in like an iridescent Ooh. purple. Oh, yeah. did was that anode by that guy? or? He anodized this. So like depending on where the oh. light hits it, it'll go from like a dark eggplant to like a bright alien purple. Yep, it looks so sick. Dude, is that the, the, the original clip on it, or is that a different clip? Uh, MXG gear. MXG oh, gear. nice. It's deep carry. Yeah, I, ha I haven't picked up anything from them yet, but I, you know, everyone is just like, it's they're dope. Dude, I love ZT. How do you feel about ZT's new direction lately? Uh, you know, I'm glad you asked that. I, mm -hmm. I agree with everyone on them kind of going back to their roots with, like, the big, obnoxiously diesel rugged tough knives of doom like yeah that's kind of their thing they've been known for it like there's nothing wrong with straying away to try something new to kind of give the public like a new you know a new way to zt but you can't stray too far away from what made zt zt you can't yep. there's mm -hmm. there's just too much weird stuff that they're popping out with lately where it's just like what what the hell what happened to this bruiser of a knife like what yeah Come on, man. Get like I agree with what you said. I think like a podcast or two ago with get Sinkovich back, get Hinderer yeah. back, get Les George back on this because mm -hmm. they were they were giving these guys the good stuff. It was like overbuilt knives by really smart, intelligent, classy designers. That's what I expected from them, and they were killing it. I remember. I I I like to think of that era of ZT. Oh, nice, sick. The when they one. were doing like the 456. You know, like, that was, like, the Fast and the Furious era. Like, everyone was anodizing their shit all crazy. I miss that era. That was, like, my ZT era, you know? Dude, so yeah. Ah, you did flippy. <laughs> uh, nice, dude, man. I do your flip all the time. Yeah, I, I, I love it. I love it. If I can do it with a knife, that's how I test uh, thumb stud knives, if, okay. if it's a good uh, spacing, you know? Dude, what else you got? What, what other uh, cool shit that you got right now? Let's look at some I'm, other I'm, stuff. I'm about to do your flip on... On this? This is the easiest one for me to do the flip. Yeah, 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 yeah. Spider Coast that... Domino. Yeah. Oh, very nice, man. I got, it, I got it down by now. Dude, that's fucking smooth, that knife. Holy dude, shit, oh, dude. This, this is, I like, there's obviously more expensive Spider Coast, but I'm a realistic guy. This this is my grail Spidey for me, man. The Domino. So nice. I love this thing. It's uh, yeah, so dope. Tie frame lock flip. I, oh my god, I did a you. Fripper. Fripper. Which yeah, you became Asian for a second. Frame <laughs> <laughs> Fripper. I don't know. Titanium Frame Lock Flipper. Flipper. <laughs> yeah. A half carbon fiber uh, G10 with the carbon fiber overlay, titanium, MXG gear clip. Flipper. Spidey hole. So dude, like, I love that front scale, man. That looks so sick, dude. Dude, I, I, I remember when Nick Shabazz reviewed this, and he said it looks like like a grandma stitched sweater or something. 
I like it. I you dude, I kind of saw that, but like when you dude, when you yeah. get it in person, it looks nothing like those generic <laughs> pictures that like all the companies post. It's it's got like a shine to it that's just so classy. That's yeah, so I can awesome. see something right now, even just on camera. But man, it's fucking smooth. Holy shit! Oh. Yeah, I, I'm trying to get into Spider Co's more, man, because um, I guess the most uh the 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 most like higher end tier type of Spider knives that I've gotten to check out was um I won a ah which one is that I won a shaman. Right, which is way oh. more expensive now. I won one and I actually sold it to somebody for like under a hundred dollars. He was like, "Are you kidding me?" No, um, uh, and and then somebody, probably my my favorite commenter of all time, not just on my channel, in all of YouTube. This guy seems logical. He sent me a Spiderco Capara. Wow. He was like, "I have two. I'm gonna give you one. You can do whatever you want. You don't have to shout me out." I was like, "What?" But now that I'm starting to notice, uh, you know, just some of the higher end Spydercos is like a different thing. You know, I've only gotten budget ones before. And uh, I always thought they look like ducks, man. I'm sure you heard me say that before. It's just like fucking duck hunt. But I get it now. They know what they're doing. You know, like yeah. you get it in hand. You're like, OK, I get why this is a beloved company. Yeah, I, I I'll, I'll be the first to admit the first time I saw Spyderco. And I saw that obnoxious hole. I was like, what the hell? What is that? What kind of, who's, who's the jerk off that came up with this idea and thought it was great? And then I was so wrong. I played myself so bad making that comment because once I got to mess with them, I was just like, wait a minute. These are, these are good. These, there's something about them. Dude, there's something uh, about them. And now, like, now I love the Spidey hole. This is yeah, uh, yep. my crew wear Mannix. Nice. Dude, it's, it's I call it like my pocket lightsaber because this thing just yeah. just lasers through anything it touches. It's disgusting. I don't, I don't where know. is the blade steel, right? It's like it's really dope. Dude, it, yeah, it's a tool steel that doesn't really rust that easy, surprisingly. And it's tough as nails with good retention. This thing, it, dude, it just cuts like a laser out of the box, hair shaving sharp. And everything I put it through at work, it just, just effortless, like barely any muscle behind it. Just yeah. slice everything. I was like, what the hell is this crap? Why didn't I get in on, get on this crewwear <laughs> sooner? I don't have any crewwear stuff yet, but I do notice that the like, spider goes out of the box. Even when I picked up the roadie, which is like the small ass keychain. Yeah, spider -Co, that's pretty expensive, actually. Right? Oh, it is, yeah. 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 Um, that should cut like really well. Uh, do you sharpen or uh, do any modding type stuff on your stuff? I, a little bit of modding. Like, uh, here's an example. I mean, I mess around a little bit. Here's yeah. a like a Kershaw leak. Ooh. Uh, it originally had like a bead blasted satin blade, and I just threw that right out. Got an all black one off eBay for next to nothing, and then blade swapped it in. So now it's camo and black. Wow. I realized that when I put it in, it wasn't locking correctly in the liner lock. So I actually had to like sand down the, ta the tang of the blade inside just a little bit so that the liner lock locks in perfectly with no problem. So isn't that a speed safe knife? Yeah. So this is, this is, uh, an anti New York knife. Yeah. It's, uh, this is, is it though? Is it anti? You know what? That, that's the speed what, that's safe is not a spring. It's a torsion bar, right? It's a torsion bar and not a spring, but they 
here's the weird thing about New York night laws, bro. They're they're funny about the spring assisted because technically, like. They don't want you to have it, but they don't like they're like selective on how they enforce it because you can yeah. still watch sporting goods and buy a Kershaw leak. And depending on the cop's mood that day is whether he wants to fuck exactly. you. Exactly. Exactly. It's, it's so silly. But like it, I remember I was looking it up and technically if you have a hunting license or a fishing license in New York, you are exempt. You can have uh, an assisted. Nobody cares. Nobody's going to bother you. I need to become a hunter. <laughs> Bro, you you could literally go buy a license and never go yeah. fishing in your life and just have it and just be like, look, yeah. I'm fishing. This is my knife. <laughs> <laughs> what if he asked me all these questions? Like, hey, yeah, you ever notice when you're skinning a buck? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like yup. And, like, and then I'm like, then, you know, then I'm really glad I watched that episode of Meat Eater that one time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. I, I am. I am fascinated by by hunting, though. I, I kind of want to do it. Um. I, you know, I'm from the Philippines, so it's like I, I, I ate weird shit, bro. Like I ate um, snake. I've had uh, frogs. I've had snails. I've had um, I've had dog. <laughs> I, you know what's crazy is I'm gonna tell this story again today. So yesterday, this is the first time uh, I told this story, right? right. Um, and I told this to a few people, and they were like. I don't know if they were mortified or if they, if, if they think I was kidding. So when I was in the Philippines, right, I was like five years old. Okay. And uh, my mom was already living in America. She came to visit us. And, um, you know, uh, I was still sleeping. I wake up and there's all this food on the table. You know, in, in a third world country in the 80s, you're just like glad there's mad food. There's like a spread, bro. Rice, adobo, like all this stuff. And I'm like, oh, shit, I just woke up. I'm eating, right? Halfway, I'm done halfway with the bowl. And my dad is like, you know what that is, right? And I'm like, what? Adobo? And then she's like, he's like, that's Rocky. And like, Rocky is my dog. <laughs> so let me, let, me give, let me explain before I get flamed in the comments. Rocky, you know, uh, he was a crazy mutt. He was a kind of a bad dog, but you know, you love all your dogs, right? He tried to attack my mom when she came in, and my dad had to put him down. It was it was really really hairy, so he shot him with a rifle. You know, third world country in the eighties, can't let the meat go to waste, bro. So they fucking cooked him up and shit, made him into adobo, and like, I was I was crying, and I was like still eating the food. I was five years old, bro. And you know what's fucked up? My uncle went like this. He goes, a dog will always know you've had dog. I'm like, what do you mean? It makes your stomach hot. Like, he was lying to me and shit. So I was scared of dogs for a while. Dude, so that, I, don't, I don't even know what else to say. But <laughs> Damn, it's shit real over in the Philippines. Yeah. Yeah, no, but I mean, in the 80s, dude, it was crazy when growing up there, man. Like, we had one channel on TV, like, one. So, like, news, cartoons, everything was on one channel, at least where I uh, was born. Right. And uh, that was a common thing. Like, I, I, that wasn't the first, that was, there was another time where we had dog again, because, like, a neighbor's dog got, like, run over, so they cooked him. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, look, it's a third world country, right? Where, like... There's no food, so you gotta, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's how this corona thing started, man. They eat the fucking pangle. <laughs> China was like, oh, you think Ebola's bad? Hold my bat. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh it's so God. crazy. Dude, yeah, I, apparently. I, what's up? No, I was gonna, yo, we're both from the same place. I, yeah. you, I hear jokes like that all day, <laughs> every day, all the time. Nobody's offended. Nobody yeah. cares. Like, no, we're, we're ruthless in New York, yeah. bro. We, go, we just let exactly. it all go. I feel like in New York City, it, it, you know, busting balls is like normal. You know what I mean? When you care about somebody, you're tight with them, you guys kind of just rag on each other a little oh. bit, you know? But, like, you show them that you'll be there for them when it counts. I, I feel like... But that's how my family was growing up, too. Even though we were immigrants, like, we always had a mentality that we would, like, kind of make fun of each other. You know? Yeah. I remember I, I, I would bring girls home that didn't get that aspect, and it was like, yo, why are you always making fun of me? And I'm like, because I like you. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? That's, and, then, and then they meet my family, and they're like, oh, you're all like that. Okay. <laughs> they say, oh, this is normal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, like you're eating dinner, it's like, Raymond, remember that one time you shit your pants? I'm like, what the fuck, mom? <laughs> that was we not the time for that, mom. Hey, mom, what the fuck? You know, like they do yeah. shit like that. Um. <laughs> yo, what else you got on you right now, man? Show me some other shit. Yeah, I'm gonna show something else too. Bring the heat, bring the heat. What bring the got? heat, bro. Um, I got this custom dyed. This uh best deck texel. Ooh, nice. Blade Brigade blue, that boy. Do you have a lot of best decks? This is my first one, actually. Uh Shadowborn Hanks gave me this. Shout out to that dude, oh, man. Shit. Nice, yeah. dude. Yeah, he gave me this as a gift just out of generosity, and I'm like, bro, you know what? I honor you. I bought stuff from him. There was something going on with him, right? And I remember we all kind of pitched together to buy stuff yeah. out of his. Sh I and I saw that post and I bought, I bought Hanks. Yeah. So, I definitely yeah. bought a Hank and then mm -hmm. through crazy sources, like I got knives from other dudes and then they gave me more Hanks from him and I'm like, yeah, I I always have a Hank by him. Yeah. That. I but, I never feel like I have enough, yo. I Dude. want more Hanks. Dude, I mean, I, I feel like I don't, maybe I should try carrying it more. I feel like I don't carry it enough. I, like, my main three always is, like, a knife, a pen, and a flashlight. Regardless, like, there's different combinations yep. of each, obviously, but that's, like, my main three. That's my, mm -hmm. that's my trifecta EDC. Is that what you, uh, so, I have, like, a leather sheath, and it has... A Swiss Army knife in it. I think it's the recruit, and then I have the cadet in one sheath, and then I have uh, uh, that small ass Olight. I don't know what it's called. The S1, I think. The small yeah. ass. I yeah, think. that one. And yeah, then I have. Yeah, it was really small. And then I have like a Wii knife pen in it, and that sheath always goes with me every day. It fits in my pocket, and then I usually have a knife outside of it. That Texel. Uh, what's the blade steel on that? Uh, that is D2. D2. Everybody got D2 now. People were like, oh, there should be more D2 than, you know, China said, yo, hold my steel, and fucking everything is D2 now. Right? <laughs> China said, oh, yeah, you, you sick of ATR? I know. There you go. Yo, shout out to ATR 13 MOV, though, man. That's, that's my shit. Big shout out to ATR 13 MOV. Yo, I have a shirt that says... I, want, I know. My, my plan was to have, like, the guy... Like maybe somewhere on the shirt, but not that, you know, not that um, visible. And I wanted it to be like got the got milk, but then like ATR 13 MOV, and then like he'll like stick out in the back or some shit. I don't know. I'm thinking about it. 
Yeah, like people are like, what is that? And then they just see like a guy. Like, <laughs> Dude, I, I will rock this shirt. The day yeah. it happens, I will rock this shirt anywhere in New York. <laughs> I'm working on it. I got the uh, Ferrum Forge exec here. Dope. Dude, a mild mannered EDC. Um, uh, what is this again? CPM 20 CV, titanium carbon fiber scales. L- look at this like drop shot, bro. Dude, it's so that, nice. dude, the Ferrum Forge is drop shot like a dream, bro. I know. Yo, did you did you see that Ferrum Forge video I did where I dropped? So three Ferrum Forge Archbishops 2.0s, three different models were yeah. sent to me. And like I dropped it, and it landed on like a lead pipe, like in a basement, and like fucked the edge up, bro. Oh shit! And those were like two two hundred thirty dollars each. I fucked one up so bad. I tried to like strop it. I tried to do all this shit. Um, I felt so bad because that was Ferrum Forge basically gave it to the Apex Fast Rom group, and they were like, "Yo, let everybody review it." And then what we'll do is at the end of the run, you can raffle it off and one person wins all three. And I forgot who won it. I think it was either, maybe it was geared toward gear who won it. Um, but he was like, yo, it's all good. Like, uh, it was easy to sharpen out and shit. But I was so nervous, bro. <laughs> I was so fucking nervous, bro, man. I freak out anytime I drop a knife. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, What's like a crazy knife story that you got? You know what? I, I you got me on, on the spot there. You know, anything crazy like, oh, have you had any close calls taking pictures of knives out in the wild of New York City? I, I mean, you like, I obviously you can't see my page right now with yeah. all my content, but I had some. That Everybody I, follow him on Instagram, by the way. Blade Brigade New York. Your boy's in jail. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that. I, I wanted to ask about that. <laughs> so you had a uh, how many followers on Instagram did you have on your original channel or your original page? I was creeping up to fourteen hundred. I think I was just a little bit under. And then something I don't know where. What was the message that you got? Um, I I I, I got logged out trying to open the app to go look at something, and it just said you violated our community guidelines please click on the following link to you know further understand what's going on and of course there's no real details there's no information on what it just says hey fill out this information if you object to being booted off instagram and i'm like well no fucking shit yeah here okay here's my information bring my shit back stop dicking around with me instagram send I haven't heard from them since. It's been like two plus weeks. You know, I tried to send two more messages that were obviously more civil and collected and, you know, nice. How many are you you at now? Like, what's your follower count now? I'm only 350 right now. I'm not even keeping track. I'm honestly just like posting just so people That's the right way to do it, man. If you just keep posting. uh, I hope that some of my followers like you know, follow you after this thing. Um, yeah, that's crazy, bro. I can't fucking believe that. Like, I remember we were talking about it. Like, you didn't know what post it was. Imagine, like, on the DL, you had, like, a booty shot with, like, a fucking <laughs> spider <cone. laughs> you know Somewhere, somewhere in my, in my stories, not stories, somewhere yeah. in my feed going yeah. way back, 
I think I had like one picture that was like a joke with like my PM2 with like some chick's butt next to it. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I doubt that's it because that was from like months ago. Like, yeah, and there's so much of that. Yeah, there, there's tons of that. There's, there's yeah. people advertise their knives with chicks asses yeah right bastinelli knives has mad chicks with (laughs) it's like the best follow because like (laughs) that's what you see on his page all the time just some girl like with a with a a karambit like in her titty (laughs) (laughs) i know Oh yeah, look at that! It's a nice knife. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, "What?" Like, okay, you know what I mean? Like, on, we're all we're all here for the knife. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything that you would like to plug? Uh, you know, before we close off, we're oh, we're coming in on an hour right now. We covered a lot of shit. You're welcome to come on anytime you want. By the way, if you want to push anything, uh, very fun podcast. What? Where can people follow you on YouTube? On YouTube, it's just straight up Blade Brigade New York. All lowercases, no... Yeah, it's new, NY, right? NY. NY. Okay, cool. And, and on Instagram? Instagram, well, because of my backup account, same thing. Just Blade Brigade NY. No spaces, no nothing. When I search for you, it says Blade Brigade 2.0 for some reason. Oh, yeah, you know it's what? It says that as, like, my name. Yeah. Your name, so my name yeah. is 2.0. I'll probably change yeah. that. <laughs> i see that i'm like oh shit um but yeah dude it was fucking awesome having you on uh i hope you stay safe man shit's been getting kind of crazy you too, uh do you, do you have any plans to like go out at all like are you just gonna have you left at all when was when when were you off first like what day uh wednesday was my first day off so that this week yeah yeah okay and uh, have you gone out since only up oh, low battery there you go. I'm back. Okay. Uh, we're, we're good. We're good. Uh, okay. I think I went out like like once or twice, like once to get a meal, like trying to support like my local, like my local food places that are just taking a blow from this. And another time to like go find extra supplies along with hours ago, just doing a supply run. So I might do one after this. Yeah. Uh, dude. Yeah. I'm just, I'm trying to stay safe out here. Barely gone out. What's it like outside? I haven't gone out since Monday. Whoa. Yeah. Um, stores haven't gotten any better. They're constantly, like, supplies Empty. in. Supplies Are out. people outside? Pe- like, not as much. Like, brush hour is significantly reduced. It's almost non-existent, if you could believe that, here in New York. That's crazy, bro. Like, I've, I've seen people, like, driving all the way up to Manhattan before without seeing the first sounds of traffic. From oh, Long and everyone's just like, "What the hell is this? Like, this is really the apocalypse." And the yeah. stores are flooded. People are going crazy. Um, people walking around with masks, gloves, nothing different yeah. than that. Um, I don't know. I, Long Island was the first cases, right? It was like Nassau County or some shit, which is like near where my brother lives. My brother lives in Long Island, and um, my niece went to Nassau Community College. Oh wow! Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, they, it it was so funny. Like, um, my other niece, my brother's other daughter, right? She yeah. went to Catholic school, and and um, Nassau Community College closed like ASAP. Yeah. And then, um, so I was joking around. I was like, "Man, I guess the Lord isn't afraid of Corona, because <laughs> the school was open way longer. The Catholic school, uh, <laughs> it was open much longer, bro. And then they finally closed that down too." Yeah, dude. It's 
it's I'm out here in Long Island too, Nassau County. I think the first case. Was oh here. shit! Yeah, right. Nassau, yeah. Um, I think the boroughs just got in. Is crazy. Yeah, that I know. There's Bronx cases too. I'm in the Bronx right now. Yeah, yeah, dude. I feel like I've passed by your wherever you are so many times from doing. Yeah, that Grand Concourse, man. Right there's a, you know, commu- it's a I big block. A street. I'm like, I definitely pass this dude's yeah. farm. <laughs> probably i'm like right house. there yeah i'm i'm on the same block as that college man you know there's like a little police thing and all that okay. <laughs> right there dude thanks so much for doing this man yeah, i really no appreciate it It was awesome everybody give you a round of applause for blade brigade new york follow him on everything this is your boy in the nyc it's me ray and this is the edccp saying peace Yo, don't forget to hit that subscribe button and don't forget to hit that bell icon so we can squat up in the comments.